especially when you're a broker that offers everything is I feel like a lot of times the agents blame their broker or their, their brokerage and it has nothing. The, the brokerage isn't going to bring you business. It's the agent that's going to bring the business. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're trying to find the next best thing, but it's like, you can't reinvent the wheel. It's the same. It's the same activities. You got to go back to the basic, whether it's personal notes, whether it's calling your sphere of influence, it doesn't matter where you're at. Welcome to the Selling Sandoval podcast, where we dive deep into the world of real estate in sunny California. I'm your host, Victoria Sandoval, and I'm thrilled to have you join me as I sit down with top-notch professionals, market analysts, and influential leaders who have mastered the art of closing deals. Together, we'll explore the ever-evolving market trends, debunk myths, and empower you with the tools to negotiate like a pro. So whether you're a buyer, seller, or agent seeking inspiration, this podcast is your key to unlocking real estate success in California. This is the Selling Sandoval podcast. I'm Victoria Sandoval, and I'm excited to embark on this journey with you. All right, guys. Well, welcome to Selling Sandoval episode one. I'm so excited to be here. I'm sure you're wondering who is Selling Sandoval? Who's Victoria Sandoval? Well, I thought who better than to introduce me than my husband, Abel Tejera. So he's here as my um, my host today, <laughs> but he's actually kind of running the show today. But so episode one will be a little introduction as to who I am, uh, background on, you know, the the whole idea of selling Sandoval. So welcome, Abel. Hey, how are you? I'm I'm good. Get these, Long uh, time, no talk. <laughs> let's get these uh, set up correctly. All right. By the way, I'm so relieved. This is like day four of trying to get these mics to work, trying to get everything to work. We were supposed to launch quite a few days ago. Well, it's not as not simple, especially when, uh, when we're the IT, we're the everything so my husband can figure everything out but today well the last few days it's just been like mics are a little bit computers he he has that on lock but when it comes to uh to mics and adapters and all that <laughs> it's a little bit more of a challenge but but hey he did a great job we're up and running i'm so excited this is like the fourth try so but we made it yay we're I'm here glad we were able to get it going i know this is something that you've been looking forward to so yeah I'm glad to be a part of your a passion project. Yes. And I want to share with the world. I'm so excited to share with the world, uh, you know, insider trades. And again, this is more geared towards buyers, sellers, and agents. So um, insider trades, tips for buyers, tips for sellers, for agents, new agents, veteran agents, anything in relation to real estate, this is your place to be. So I'm excited for you guys to be a part of it. Anyhow, Abel, ask away. Well, I know the the answer to this, but tell everybody who is Victoria Sandoval. Victoria Sandoval, who is Victoria mm -hmm. Sandoval? Victoria Sandoval is a mom. She's a wife. She's a real estate broker and mortgage broker. Believe it or not, believe it or not, a lot of people don't know that I'm a mortgage broker, but I don't practice that side of it. Um, I'm also a mentor. I have uh, been in the business for about twenty years. You know, my passion is real estate. My daughter's in the industry, uh, and as far as I can remember, I've been you know, in the real estate industry, whether it be mortgages or, uh, or loan processing, sorry, uh, or, or real estate. And it's, it's just been something that I love and it's been my lifeline, my bloodline. It's just been what I eat, sleep and breathe for the last 20 years. So, so, uh, having been in the industry for this long, I'm sure it helps you with uh, real estate as well. Right. I you understand the, uh, the loan side processing. Well, the thing is when I started out, I started off as a, a junior loan processor. Okay. Uh, funny story. I was actually working at a credit union and I got my first paycheck and I realized as a single mom, I'm like, what the heck? I cannot survive with this paycheck. There's no way. How am I going to 
raise a daughter with this paycheck. So I went online, uh, I went on Craigslist during my lunch break and I saw a junior loan processing job applied. They asked if I had loan experience, loan processing experience. I lied and said yes. <laughs> and I winged it. And I remember sitting in that interview room and basically they were asking me all these questions. They were talking about loan to values and appraisals and all this terminology I didn't know. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went straight home and looked it up, looked up the meanings. But that's where I started out. So having that mortgage processor background really helped me on the real estate side understand, basically helped me understand, uh, you know, as a real estate agent, how all that works behind the scenes, because too often I feel like in this industry, it's so easy for realtors to say, hey, I don't have my loan approval or, hey, where's the appraisal or, hey, where's the verification of employment? And they think it's just like things get done like this quick, right? That there's a quick turnover, but they don't understand the process. And I feel like having that background, not only am I able to educate my clients, but it also gives me a, a knowledge, knowledge and understanding as to where we're at in the, the whole transaction. So anyway. I get it. I get it. Why real estate? Uh, well, again, going back to the profession I was in in the beginning, I thought, what profession can I get into where my efforts will pay off? Because you put me in any room, I will outwork anyone in the room. But I needed an, a profession where the ceiling, my, the income, where there wasn't a ceiling as far as like the cap mm -hmm. that I can earn, right? Because, you know, you show me what to do and I will do it. I am a machine. I've always been like that. I've always been very focused. And real estate seemed like the perfect fit for me. So sales, you know, any sales job, as long as you work really hard, you're disciplined, you're going to be successful. So. Uh, yeah, that's good. And uh, uh, why a podcast? I mean, what got you thinking? You know what? I should get a podcast going. Not just Why not just videos or posts or Facebook or yeah. all those things oh, that everybody talks about? I'll be honest with you. I kind of cringe at the idea of, of, okay, I know you're supposed to be pushing content out there, filming videos. I mean, I really encourage my team to push content out there, but I feel like nowadays filming these videos, they're scripted, you know, you're trying to educate your audience, which, which is nice, you know, I, but I'm such a perfectionist where I feel like if it's not perfect, then I have to redo it. It just takes so much time. And I thought, why not just have a conversation? Mm -hmm. I can tap into my experience. I can interview other experts in the field and it can help other agents. And again, when I got into the business and I, I don't think I tapped into this yet, but when I first got into the business, I didn't have a mentor. Um, and so I kind of had to learn as I, I, you know, as I went along and I thought this would help a ton of agents, right? Where you can explain, I mean, I have so many agents that have come to SPP, Select Premier Properties, by the way, is a brokerage that I own. Uh, they come here and they just little basic things that you would think that they would know, like what a BPO is or an appraisal or home warranty and na natural hazard disclosure, things like that. They don't really know. So I, I feel like this is a perfect platform for people to plug into where they can learn about the inside, the ins of the real estate market, things that people don't really talk about. Uh, and also for buyers and sellers, because oftentimes buyers get approved for a loan. They, and, and as soon as they get approved, the realtor is like, all right, let's just go out to the field. Let's go out. I'll show you properties. But then they, they don't know what's next. Right. So we're, I'm really big on educating buyers and sellers. And I think that's why we've been successful at select member properties, because we do go over, you know, the do's, the don'ts, what to expect. So I feel like this is going to help buyers, sellers, and also agents, no matter how many years of experience you have. Why do you think so many agents uh, quit the industry? Number one, they don't have the discipline, but 
number two, I think they lack the mentorship. Mm -hmm. I feel like in this business, people see each other's competition and then they're just thrown out with the wolves or they plug, they, they basically go to a brokerage where they say, Hey, sign up, plug into this training. These, these audio, you're going to watch these videos, um, you know, once a week, twice a week. And then if you need help, just call the office manager. They're on call, but they work nine to five. And, you know, it's just, it's very, it's discouraging, especially if you're on your own and trying to survive. So I think that not being in an environment where you have support is a big, is a big one. So I think new agents, and again, we're going to tap into this later on, but I, I feel like new agents definitely need to be a part of a team or have a mentor. Um, otherwise it's, this business is tough, you know, you'll sink, you need to also have structure. So I think that has a lot to do with it, but again, agents don't even know where to start. So, okay. And what is, and that's why we're starting this podcast to be, to guide. Okay. So all these people that, well, you know what, let's do a couple different sections. Let's start with uh, new agents first. Okay. Let's talk about them. So for a uh, brand new agent, let's say, because I got my license as well. And you don't learn much when when getting your license. I, I know that. But yeah. what would you advise a new agent to do? Let's say, for example, I got my license today. What should I do? So you need a high. Well, you need an interview with different brokerages, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, again, like these big, these big brokerages, they sell. A lot of people are misguided. They think, oh, if I go with this big name, you know, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna be successful, right? So I think. If you're a new agent, right away, you need to join a team or, find again, find a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, come up with, see if they have a plan. For instance, at Select Premier Properties, we have a new agent boot camp, right? So it's a 60-day boot camp, and it tells you everything. It tells you what to do. It has you, yes, we watch videos, but it's more, we have them watch videos, like videos on how to navigate through our CRM, um, our, our website, our uh, basically all the platforms that we use, those are one-time videos, mm -hmm. but they do everything from shadowing, you know, ex existing agents, veteran agents on at final walkthroughs. We do role-playing. We do, uh, we have training on how to write an offer. We have training on listing presentation, buyer presentation. So I think you need to join, an agent needs to join a team that has that structure. So you're not just like, okay, twiddling your thumbs. Okay. What do I do now to open a phone book? Do I, uh, uh, do I call my friends, my family? Like, what do I do? You, you need to go with an agency and say, Hey, what is your plan for new agents? Okay. So what is my 60 day plan? Do, is there a business plan that I can follow? So don't just go into it and say, okay, cool. Your name is this brokerage is ABC realty. That's been around for 30 years and assume that you're just going to plug into their you know, their trainings once or twice a week and, and be successful. Mm -hmm. See, make sure that they have a new agent bootcamp or platform that you can plug into. That's going to have you, uh, basically that's going to have a structure for you, at least for the next two to three months while you're okay. starting and, out. And what three activities do you think are the most, uh, the most important for a new agent to do? I mean, the, the, they just uh, join an agency. Mm -hmm. How can they make money right away? Yes. Uh, well, right now well number market. one, you gotta, you gotta gear up, right? You can't just go out in the field, mm -hmm. right? So again, you need that training. And a lot of times I have agents too, that will come, they'll join SPP while they're studying and they'll, they'll start taking the, you know, the training, the boot camp, the role playing, the script objection handling, they'll do all that. So they have to, you have to be armed and ready. And I, and I tell agents that it, you're gonna, 
you, you got to be patient, either have a part-time job or have a little nest egg on the side because it's going to take a good three to six, sometimes eight months before mm-hmm. you get your first paycheck. If you want to make money right away, again, join a team where they can give you leads. Join a team where you can be a showing agent. But again, what mentor in their right mind is going to give you those leads without having any training? So mm-hmm. again, you got to make the time to train. You know, so, so, I mean, if you were to walk in the door today and say, I passed my test yesterday, can you give me leads? I would say you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you have to graduate from the boot camp. We're going to role play. And I, we, we need to make sure that you know what you're talking about before. So you actually sit down with them, role play, uh, make sure they, yeah. they know how to handle themselves and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So why, why is that important? Uh, I mean, if somebody's uh, watching this, people, so I, I, I hear people, I hear, uh, when they tell you, Hey, it's actually not you, but uh, amongst themselves, you know, I don't need to role play. I know how to talk to clients, but yeah. it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Until, and that happens often. I've mentored over a hundred agents and I've, I've heard of that often. I'm good. I'm a good people person. I'm a salesperson, blah, blah, blah. And it's at the end of the day, when you're on the, put on the spot, it, you, you do draw blanks, right? So you're kind of, so you need to know there's a ton of different objections and every market is different, right? Sometimes we have a buyer's market, a seller's market. We have markets where there's higher rates, lower rates, little, you know, very little inventory. Um, property prices are really high. So you need to know how to adapt and just and shift gears mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, different markets. So that's why it's important because you and I can role play today but tomorrow, the Fed can have a meeting and then, you know, let's just say rates go up and all of a sudden it's like, okay, how are we going to overcome that objection? You know, so it's just, you, you just have to constantly be practicing. So again, in order to perfect a skill or to be excellent, mm-hmm. you have to have at least 10,000 hours of basically of experience is what they of say. Practice. Yes. Practice. Yeah. And the same, the same um, recommendation for seasoned agents. What, what, what do you think? And this is something that, that I, I always wondered myself. Why do agents jump from agency to agency? I mean, does that matter? I mean, I the- asked myself the same question, especially when you're a broker that offers everything is I feel like a lot of times the agents blame their broker or their, their brokerage and it has nothing. The, the brokerage isn't going to bring you business. It's the agent that's going to bring the business, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they're trying to find the next best thing, but it's like you can't reinvent the wheel. It's the same. It's the same activities. You got to go back to the basic, whether it's personal notes, whether it's calling your sphere of influence. It doesn't matter where you're at. You can be at a Coldwell Banker or an ABC Realty. You can be just as successful as at any agency, but it's it's going to be up to you. You have to put in the work, mm-hmm. right? Do you think uh, they are looking for a shortcut? They're looking for a shortcut. They're looking for leads. They're looking for easy work. But again, real estate is easy work, but you have to work hard at it. So a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on that. When I say it's easy work, I just mean, you know, it it, it can come easy, but it's it's really, really tough for it to get to that easy point. Well, it's not like you're digging ditches. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I don't understand. So, you know, sometimes there's agencies that provide leads and a dialer and agents still don't come into the office and and call the leads. I'm like, you're an AC. You're just pushing a button that's dialing three people at a time. Mm-hmm. When you when even when you provide it for them, sometimes agents don't even put in the work or don't even have the discipline because it's not people. We're, we're in a world of instant gratification. People want instant results, mm-hmm. right? So it's you know that that's the challenge where I feel like a lot of agents, you know, they they get discouraged. They 
you know, they quit because to them it's too much work. No, it's what's happening is that they're not seeing the instant result. They want to get paid for the hour that they put in. And if you want to be successful in this business, you got to plant the seed and it that will harvest later. But you got to have you got to be patient. It's going to take at least six months, eight months. It really depends on how much time you put into it. You you can't expect to get full-time results with part-time effort, yes. right? So, mm-hmm. anyhow. What habits do you think are the most impactful for a real estate agent? What habits are yes. the most impactful? I think the habit of role-playing, the, the habit of just of having the discipline of having a schedule every day, just like you wake up, you brush your teeth. You don't even think about it, right? Mm-hmm. So every day you have your schedule, you make your calls, you prospect, whatever it is that you do, everyone should have about three to four lead, uh, lead, uh, lead sources, right? Whether mm-hmm. it be door knocking, farming, open houses, social media, you know, calling on, on Mojo or calling, you know, dude, on the dialer basically, mm-hmm. um, you should have at least three to four lead sources and you should be, calling you you should definitely be at least three to four times a week using or not using but what's the right word um implementing Mm -hmm. you know those those habits to prospect so at least invest two to three hours a day on and and, you know if you're a new agent and you're not showing properties do five six hours you have nothing to lose the more hours you put in prospecting the more results you're going to get the sooner you're going to get results right and the crazy part is you prospect what makes oh, yeah. a, a, a new agent oh, yeah. think that they can be successful without prospecting? Yeah. Right? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I feel like I'm one of the hardest working, if not the hardest working agent still at the brokerage. And that's because. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's because, I mean, I, I've seen the results. It's proven. Mm-hmm. And I know if I stick to these habits, I'm going to get the results. Right. And I want to lead by example as well. So yeah, and, and everything you tell the new agents or even seasoned agents uh, that, that you have and that you're mentoring, you don't ask them to do something that you don't do yourself or that yeah. you haven't done yourself. Right. They remember mm-hmm. when we first started dating, you would door knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would oh, take yeah. uh, and you still take pies to your clients mm-hmm. every Thanksgiving. So uh, you you do lead by example. Yeah. Right? Definitely not that broker that's like, you need to do this, this and that. And then let me know how it goes. And then we'll meet. We'll have an accountability session. No, I definitely lead by example. Have the doors open. I want everyone here. And that's why I love that our office has an open feel. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of our agents who have been very successful and some have already opened up their own office. uh, I feel like they got to excel at a level that other agents haven't been able to. Because at other brokerages, everyone's, you know, in their office with the door closed and, you know, they're trying to you know, keep a secret, like they think that prospecting is the secret and what they're doing is, you know, different and, and they don't want to share it. And and here at SVP, I feel like everyone just helps one another out. And, um, and I love that open feel because everyone learns from one another, you know, you, I'll be on the phone and you can hear silence because everyone's just like listening to my objection handling and vice versa. Like when it comes to, you know, Jay can be on the phone or, or Yasmin or, and, um, and you hear other agents, newer agents just listening and they're picking up quickly. So mm-hmm. that's, I think that I really love that that type of environment for a new agent. But, uh, well, thank you. Oh my God. You just like hit the ground running. I'm like attacking me with all these like questions. But <laughs> hey, I guess that's what the podcast is for. Yeah. Well, well and that's the thing. More than it, uh, people see you, but they don't know you. And uh, they probably see it like, because I know it. I, I've seen uh, people reaching out to you asking if you act, if, if you help first time home buyers that they think that yeah. oh, it's just a broker 
because most brokers don't want to deal with yeah. clients that want to deal with, they don't even want to deal with their agents, which is crazy. Right. So uh, now let, let's move to, uh, to buyers, so mm -hmm. to, to, to people that want to buy a, a property. Uh, what advice do you have for them? For buyers that are yes. looking to buy a property? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's say first time home buyers, because not seasoned. Because yeah. First time home buyers, most first time home buyers don't know where to start. And a lot of times, most time, most buyers will reach out to a, a realtor, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of times they don't know that the realtor is just going to turn them to a lender. So I recommend if you don't have a lender, yes, talk to a realtor, see who they recommend um, so they can go over different options with them or basically see where they're at currently. Um, and then that way they can come up with a roadmap so that not so that they can buy now, but maybe that, so they can buy down the line because, you know, maybe their credit is OK, but their income isn't there yet. Um, or maybe they have to pay off some debt. So I definitely think that if you are about six months to a year out, connect with the lender to get that roadmap okay. from there. Uh, you can interview a, a couple agents. I would definitely. OK, I don't want to. Speak ill of new agents because, hey, there's really there's agents that I know that have been in the business for six months to a year that are rock star agents and have done so well compared to agents that have been in the business for 10 years. So again, I don't want to knock anyone that's newer in the business, but I'm sure that a lot of those newer agents have a mentor mm -hmm. and again, are a part of a team. So if you're going to hire an agent, again, don't necessarily look at like all of their, you do want to look at the reviews, but if they haven't sold that many houses, just find out who are they backed by? Who are they supported by? So as long as they have a good support system, they're part of a good team, mm -hmm. then you should feel comfortable. You know, do research on on the the team. Okay, because when you're buying a property or a house, uh, that that agent that you hire, it's free, right? For you? Oh yeah. For, for so the, for the agent. As of now in California, our services to buyers are free. I know they're trying to pass the new law. Well, I'm not going into that. Um, but, um, but yeah, as of now, our, our realtor services are free to buyers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, sellers are the ones that have, are responsible to pay agency commissions. Okay. So they, uh, when I say they, the buyers, they should talk to a lender, right? Not mm -hmm. so like, like you mentioned, not so that they can buy a house right away. Mm -hmm. So what would be the ideal time frame If somebody, let, let's say I'm thinking of buying and uh, the near future, I don't have an idea mm -hmm. when, when do you think a, a potential buyer should be reaching out to uh, either an agent or a lender? I say six months to a year. Mm -hmm. When when you're thinking you want to buy within a year, okay. I think at that point you should maybe speak to a lender just to find out where you're at, okay. right? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, you might be ready right away, but you know, you have everybody has an idea if they're not ready, they have to save for their down payment. You know, they, they'll have an idea that if their credit's not really there or not or, or yet. Um, but at least that's the thing. If your plan is to be in a home in a year, then that means you need to start at least in eight months. Right. Okay. So because you, you got to make time for and it depends on the market, too. So you got to give yourself time for, you know, showings. Uh it might not take a week or two to find a property. It might take a month. Then you got a 30 to 60 day escrow. Um, so I think that a good, I think starting, if, if you are ready to go, where you're just like, you know what? I have the down payment, the credit, start six months, start looking six months before. That way you're not really in a rush. Okay. And again, it really depends on if your lease is up and if you know, you're transferring like with all those dates. So it, everybody, everybody's scenario is going to be quite different, but I think six months, six to eight months is a good 
start okay. ahead of the time that you want to be in a home. And uh, that way you don't feel rushed either. The, uh, yes. So, so basically don't wait until everything's perfect, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because the thing is, too, if you think like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I want to be at home in two months. And then all of a sudden, what if this collect, uh, judgment or collection pops yeah, up or, mm -hmm. or something, you know, comes up last minute and, oh, now I have to wait three more months. So it's good to know ahead of time. And uh, how's the market right now? The market, it's, you know, rates are high, which is fine. Hey, you marry the property, but you date the rate. I tell buyers, you know, now's the time to kind of get into a home because you can still refinance later, you know, and, and once rates drop, everyone's going to want to buy a house. Mm -hmm. You're going to have this flood of buyers. We're already in a position where, uh, well, at least here in San Diego, Southern California, where we have very little inventory. Mm -hmm. So if you think it's bad now, wait for rates to drop. Uh, but it's still a healthy market. Uh, we're still seeing buyers. Buy, but I do feel like the news does scare a lot of buyers because of rates. But again, mm -hmm. if you think about it, would you rather pay a higher rate now and then be able to refinance later and lower your payment? Or do you want to wait until rates drop, have to pay fifty to 100000 more for a house? At that point, you can't refinance the, the sales price, yeah, right? Exactly. So uh, again, you marry the property, but you date the rate. So Abel, I'm going to have, we're going to have to wrap it up now. So thank you so much for um, interviewing me. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad that you uh, were the first guest. Well, I'm the first guest technically, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up. And um, thank you so much for watching guys. And if you have any additional questions, comments, go ahead and comment below. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Selling Sandoval podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for more valuable insights and practical tips. Remember, whether you're a buyer, seller, or an aspiring real estate agent, the Selling Sandoval podcast is your trusted companion in navigating the dynamic California real estate landscape. Until next time, keep dreaming big and making those real estate dreams a reality. This is Victoria Sandoval signing off from the Selling Sandoval podcast, wishing you success and happiness in all of your real estate endeavors.